Please hold, your meeting has been temporarily adjourned. 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 Good morning, everybody. Um, welcome to a meeting of the assets uh, of community uh, value. Uh, I'll just remind everybody that this is uh, an adjourned hearing, adjourned from the course of this uh, month. So we've already dealt with items one and three on your agenda. For the benefit uh, of any members of the public who are listening into uh, this is on audio record. Um, I wonder if everybody could introduce themselves. I'll start with myself. Um, my name is Colin Day. I'm a district councillor. I'm chairman uh, of this uh, meeting this morning, and I represent Great Dunmow, um, South Johnston Ward. Katrina? Sorry, tricky to admit. Uh, good morning, I'm Patrina Lees, I'm Deputy Lees, and I represent Alison and Henham Ward. Derek? Good morning, I'm Derek Eat. Uh, I represent Wardley uh, Ward in Saffron Warden. I'm a district councillor and Saffron Warden town councillor. Mr. Fair? Sorry, I'm muted. Uh, um, my name is Simon Hugh. I'm an officer, district council officer, and I'm here as legal advisor to the committee meeting today. Phil? Joanna? Um, hello, uh, Joanna Hill. I'm the planning policy officer and prepared the report um, for this nomination. Mr. Gibson? Yes, Mr. Gibson? Yes, good morning. Um, Chris Gibson, Democratic Services, minuting this meeting. Mr. Miles? Stephen Miles, Planning Policy Team Leader, Rattlesford. We have two other district uh, um, councillors present, but uh, I'll propose to introduce themselves a little bit later on uh, into the proceedings. So, uh, Councillors Evans, Councillor Merrifield, don't think that I've forgotten you. A little bit of uh, housekeeping. Um, could I ask uh, everybody to mute um, their screens actually speaking because otherwise there's a throwback uh, in noise. And secondly, uh, could I ask you to turn off your mobile phones when speaking? Um, and if you could uh, keep your dogs, your cats, your chickens, your canaries also quiet or... That would also be uh, useful. Right, let's move on um, to item number four, which 
is the reason that we're here today, the nomination of Andrews Effield, including the runway, which is situated in Stebbing as an asset of community value. So if I could please ask our planning officer to present her report. Thank you. Um, I'd just like to say, uh, first of all, that the report was written in advance of the previous meeting. And since then, we've had uh, submissions from the Aviation Authority, uh, Councillor Evans and um, Mary Field, and also from, um, I think, a Mr Frost and a another representation, which actually gives us a lot more information um, to, to deal with. Um, and, and to consider as part of this um, nomination. So um, at the time of um, preparing the report, um, what I considered was the information in the nomination and the, the decisions from the previous two nominations. Um, and so first of all, the site was originally nominated in 2017 by Great Sailing Parish Council. But because it um, and because it the site spans Uttlesford and Braintree, uh, both local authorities are involved in the decision and the decision to, to to whether or not to list as an asset of community value. So in that first nomination, it was decided that there was insufficient evidence for it to, to be listed, but that the clubhouse and the cafe and the car park. Um, did meet the test as a, a, of an asset of community value. So this was then resubmitted in 2018, and this was accepted as a, an asset of community value. So we already know that the clubhouse and the, the cafe are listed. Um, but this nomination, again, concerns the wider site and I request uh, members to consider the use not to, well, we'll actually we'll, we'll leave that out. But I've got here the, um, the size. I don't know whether you've got it in front of you or whether you'd like me to share my screen with the site. Can, can you share it? I would like you to share it because I can't, I can't get it up on my screen with all my other I th papers. I think it would be useful for us to understand. Oh, I've got host disabled participant screen sharing. Bear with me, I'll try and make you a, a co-host, uh, Joanna. Yeah. But uh, my recommendation was not to list the site proposed as an asset of community value, but I would change that view now. And I'd just like to clarify that in my report, when I referred to sport and recreation, I was actually referring to cycling and walking, which is one of the activities that the, the Parish Council included in their nomination. And actually, my the consideration of the aviation, I hadn't actually considered as sport and recreation. And I think that's, um, um, you know, obviously the nominations that we've received since then would have changed the recommendation on that. But I think... Um, it's for, for everyone to, to consider um, the site, but there's the runway and the aviation site, but then also 
a large part of the site that has been nominated is actually private agricultural fields. And I think if this was to be resubmitted um, as just the aviation site, the recommendation could be could be different. Um, so if, uh, shall I try and share again? You should be able to share now, Joanna. Oh, yes. Can, can you see um, this, this, the screen? Yes, indeed. Yes. So, so this is the, uh, the site that has been nominated. Um, so the proposed site is in red. So here is the airfield, the runway. This is an access track running along here. This is the cafe and the clubhouse. <coughs> and this area here is private fields with uh, no public access. So I think people are walking, you know, along the perimeter. And here is also a road. So there's bird watching and actually people watching the planes park along here too. And so these are just photographs we found from um, Google. So you can see here the airfield. I think this is called the hang garage, the parking of the planes, the clubhouse here. And these are the agricultural fields that, you, that are also included within the site. And this is the Ordnance Survey map. So it's showing the roads here in yellow, the, the access track to the clubhouse. And there's no public footpaths in this area of the site, which is also um, part of the site which has been nominated. And so I wanted to clarify really the different uses of the site because we've got to consider what is ancillary and what is um, non-ancillary. So I asked both Stebbing Parish Council as nominee and also the three of the owners of the site to confirm what they considered the usage to be. I haven't didn't hear back from the owners, but the parish council sent back this information. So basically We've got local community recreation on the track. And then we've got the aviation community in pink, uh, with the runway, the airstrip. And of course, the, the clubhouse, which is for members and non-members. Then we've got bird watching all around the site. And we've got the public access here and the private agricultural land here. And so that is, is, is basically um, the, the site. So I think there's a lot of things which are not defined in the Assets of Community Value Act and the Localism Act. So basically, we're, we're looking at social well-being and social interest, which is recreational, cultural and, and social. And so I think we can be fair that the you know, flying is a recreational um, activity. And ancillary, again, is not defined. Joanna, think, yeah. Joanna, can I... I'm sorry to butt in, uh, if you don't mind, Chair. I just want to clarify something. On the plan on the left there, we have yeah. the aviation community you got uh, um, and the local community recreation. Yes. Uh, and you've shown... 
an airstrip above the green access track and um, a pink section saying aviation community below that green access track. Yes. I, I do need a bit of clarification on that. Airstrip means the air, the, the, the runway, if you like, um, and I believe there is only one runway, and I think that is to the below the access track. Yes, so I, I think... So this, this was uh, submitted by Stebbing Parish Council, and the, so the, the runway is actually here. Yeah. And, but I think, I'm not quite sure why they've put the aviation community there, other than that it may be that in the title deed that the, this, is, this strip here is part of the same title deed right. as the airstrip. Because this is this is agricultural field, so I mean you can walk along the edge of the field, yeah. In you know, because there's no boundaries, but it is actually private land. The the, the field is private land. Um, but it's it's not used for taxiing or anything like that. It's just within the boundary. That's that's what I want to know. This bit here isn't I, not as far as as I'm aware, is used for taxiing uh, aeroplanes. Right. It's this where the where they go, the aeroplanes yep. go. Okay, thank you very much. Can um, I just perhaps clarify that? I think this has come from an ordnance survey map, but I think it might just be that that's the ordnance survey map where they put it, where they actually put. That's not been written by parish parish council. I don't think. I can't. I can't put my hand on heart, but I think that's just if you look at it. It's the same print as the rest of the map. I think that's an ordnance survey. Yes, map. it's here on the ordnance survey saying airstrip. So it's just yes, it's just where it's. You're correct. It's just where it's been located on the map. But in fact, it's here. This the airstrip is actually here. Okay, thank you. Sorry to be pedantic, but I'm an airports man, and uh, airstrip means something. Mr. Chairman, might I just interject um, if you um, need to do that? Yes, go, yeah, go ahead. Um, sorry, I wouldn't normally interject at this point without invitation, but uh, as Councillor Ike has raised that question uh, and um, Officer Hill has given a response, I think it is uh, helpful if I could actually confirm that that northern strip is indeed used as a taxiway. It's not part of the runway, but light aircraft actually cross the access track uh, which is um, uh, which is of a hard nature. It's tarmac, and they cross that and they go onto that northern strip and use it uh, to go to and fro to the parking uh, area. So uh, it is actually um, used for um, aviation purposes, but as a taxiway, not as a taking off taking off. Actually, you can see that here, um, Councillor Evans. Here, where the cross is. Yeah. In, indeed, absolutely spot on. Uh, that is actually an aircraft, I think, depicted there on that taxiway. Thank you for um, mm. pointing that out. I mean, it's all very open. It seems surprising that you can walk up here, to be honest, you know, because it's for, for safety reasons, you know, because you can see the planes very, you know, very, very clearly. Um, and I think, so I think that's everything. I think um, it's important to consider the 
the aviation use and also the agricultural use in, in making the consideration. And I think that's all I am. Um, I'm happy to answer any any further questions as they arise. Thank you. Councillor Ike. Thank you. Eat, actually, not I. <laughs> um, <My> apologies. <laughs> presumably, I, I know the application has been made for the entire area within red. But is there any reason why the agricultural land can't be... Uh, separated from the actual airfield and airstrip operation as a, um, a boundary for the uh, assets of community value? I think um, it's my understanding that they would need to just, that, that we can make that recommendation and then that they would need to reapply because that's what's happened what happened in 2017 when it was not listed and then they reapplied in 2018 and it was listed so can, can i um, interrupt um, and uh, deal with that point uh, yes mr Dean, go on um, I, th I think the, the the legal position i mean the, the assets of community value legislation is something of a mess there is a huge amount of uncertainty about how it works i think if you consider that part of the site clear-cut qualifies as an asset of community value and clear-cut another part doesn't, then I would suggest you are bold and list part. Thank you for that. Just as a supplementary then, we haven't, or what's not included in that red boundary, as I understand it, is the um, aircraft parking area. Who owns that and why wasn't that listed? That's quite um, a good point. It's just it wasn't not it wasn't it's not been nominated, um, and actually it is an essential part of the operation of the airfield. Um, you I can only deal with you can only deal with the nominations before you. If if uh, the the nominating body has missed a piece of land, then it's open to them to resubmit. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll come back on that later, if I may. Councillor Lees, any questions? Councillor Lees. No, no, no. I had the same question as um, uh, Derek. Um, so carry on. Okay. If we move on then to. Um, we have the we have the written um, representations, which um, I think uh, have already been included in the officer's um, report. But um, now I've gone to um, councillors Evans and Councillor Merrifield, and just for the uh, audio, if you could introduce your yourself um, when you speak. Um, and if I could start with uh, Councillor Evans, please. Uh, thank you, Chairman. Um, my name is uh, John Evans. Uh, I'm a uh, district councillor uh, and uh, planning portfolio holder in the Cabinet in Uttlesford and member for Felsford and Stebbing 
wards. And so the majority of this particular site uh, does lie within the Stebbing uh, parish. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to uh, you, uh, Chairman and members of the committee, uh, for allowing uh, Councillor Merrifield and I to submit uh, representations to you in writing, following upon the adjournment of last week's uh, first hearing on this. Uh, we found the opportunity uh, was uh, very valuable, and we hope that our written submissions will have assisted uh, you in considering this application. Uh, I'm not sure to what extent our representations uh, currently form part of the uh, public record, uh, but if they have not yet found their way into the public domain, uh, perhaps it would be appropriate for them um, uh, to be uh, included. Uh, and as to that, um, perhaps I might just observe that when I was researching the status of other uh, assets of community value in Uttlesford, I found it actually quite difficult, in fact, impossible to find uh, the detail of uh, the submissions made in the past and the agenda items relating uh, to them. Uh, in relation, for example, to the Saffron Walden Golf Club, it was from the town council that I obtained a copy uh, of the representation made, but uh, the materials in the public domain on the Uttlesford site, uh, when I searched, uh, did not include materials in respect of past uh, ACV nominations and uh, agenda items. I don't think that there is anything additional uh, for me to add to the written representations which I have, uh, which we have prepared, uh, and I'd ask you to uh, adopt those. Uh, and in relation to the um, most um, appropriate question which uh, Councillor Eek has put forward to you, as regards the triangular area of land, as I described it in our representations, uh, I would uh, ask if uh, this nomination otherwise finds um, approval uh, by you, uh, I would ask uh, if consideration could be given uh, to uh, everything being accepted uh, as an asset of community value with the exception only of such areas of land as you were not persuaded fell within the scope of uh, the statutory uh, definition. I say that in order to uh, avoid yet a further uh, application having to be made uh, in respect of this committee, uh, to this committee. Uh, I think it would be um, unfortunate if uh, everything was all right, if I can put it in that very loose uh, way. Um, uh, but that you weren't satisfied on one particular aspect, it would be unfortunate if a yet further application had to be made to you, uh, which might be regarded as um, unnecessarily uh, bureaucratic. Uh, I do remind you of the um, great uh, flexibility uh, and discretion which I would suggest uh, is available to you uh, in considering nominations of this type. And I gave reasons for that in our representations. The Localism Act, uh, I would uh, suggest, does give you uh, some scope for uh, discretion. Uh, and uh, perhaps um, uh, Officer Pugh can uh, be asked further to guide you on that particular aspect um, um, with reference further to uh, the case uh, which uh, he referred to um, in the 2018 uh, committee uh, meeting. Um, so perhaps I could just uh, leave it uh, on the strength of the representations in writing which we have already made and ask you to 
accept this nomination uh, as it stands, but suitably modified uh, as to land area in your discretion. Thank you, Councillor Evans. I'd just like to assure you that um, uh, if you refer to uh, your written um, submission, you did open in your introduction, uh, inferring slightly that we were an inexperienced I certainly didn't mean to um, imply nor expressly state that uh, you were uh, inexperienced, uh, Chairman. Um, I, I put it, I think, along the lines of uh, that uh, this was an area um, uh, um, which was perhaps new to uh, some of uh, the members of the committee. I don't think that that was being uh, disrespectful, in fact, uh, nor was it certainly uh, implied uh, that I was um, suggesting that you were uh, in, in, inexperienced. Um, um, I, for, I, for one, um, had um, only uh, come across assets of community value in relation to this particular nomination and not any, not any other. Uh, and so I was myself new to it, um, other than... Uh, uh, referring to the um, authorities and to the law, um, but I certainly wasn't um, implying that you were um, uh, um, uh, unsuitably equipped to deal with this. Of course not. I just, I just wanted to allay your fears, if there was a fear, that uh, there are three of us that uh, certainly do apply common sense, and obviously with the assistance of the officers and uh, Mr Pugh, I'm sure we'll... Uh, get to the right decision um, today. Councillor Merrifield, would you like to uh, um, add to uh, what has been said? Um, well, there's actually not much more I can say because Councillor Evans has put it rather eloquently. Um, I, I was the one who actually pulled together and wrote all the comments on the previous um, accepted ACV for the clubhouse and millibar. So um, I am acutely in, um, aware of the, um, the, the intricacies of, this AC, of the ACV for um, Andrews Field. Um, I, didn't, I hadn't picked up that that corner wasn't in, included in the um, application, which is unfortunate. So I would ask you that if you could, with, you know, discretion with that would be would be really um very acceptable if you could um this is a long ongoing um saga in stebbing and with in in sailing in the village in braintree as well um it is there are a lot of people who are would be incredibly grateful i suppose is the word very pleased if this was create was made an acv there's a lot of people's um, leisure time spent there, as we said, their recreation time, and it does give a lot of um, great happiness and health health benefits because if people are happy, they they you know it's good for them. So I would request that you accept this ACV. Thank you very much. Thank you, Councillor Merrifield. Uh, colleagues on the committee, uh, any questions? Councillor Lees? No? Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I'm playing around with the computer. 
Um, thanks very much for that, and thank you, Miss Hill. I've got a couple of questions. Derek's, all, uh, sorry, Councillor Eakes just already asked one. Um, you talking about that you would be more than happy to recommend approval if it was resubmitted without the private land. Is that right, Joanna? Could you repeat that again? Um, I, I, won, I wrote down that Miss um, Hill said um, that she would be more than happy to recommend approval if the private land wasn't included. But I may have misheard, so I just want to clarify that. I, I th yes, so with the exclusion of the private agricultural land, yes. because it's all private land, but the private agricultural land. But it, it would also be a bit of a shame not to include the hand garage. Yes. Can the site be changed? And maybe, um, uh, Mr Pugh? Okay. okay. Um, my advice is that with regard to the agricultural land, uh, you could list um, part, excluding the agricultural land. It would, as uh, Councillor Evans says, be overly bureaucratic to say, well, a substantial part of the site qualifies, but we, we're not going to list it until there's a resubmission. Um, the law isn't clear, but I think there is sufficient grounds you could list part. But what you can't do is add land that's outside the scope of the plan submitted with the application. So you can't add land into the application, I'm afraid. OK, thank you. Uh, sorry, I have another question. Can, can I... Can I have, yeah. My second... I have a little bit... Um, I'm unsure about the recreational use for bird watching on private agricultural land that doesn't have a public footpath through it. So therefore people are walking around it illegally, one could answer, could, could, could say. Um, as a regular dog walker myself in this district and now a, a district councillor, I have to make sure I'm on every public footpath at every op opportunity. So the bird watching, I'm assuming people are either walking and standing coming from the outside of the road? Um, how are they going on the agricultural private land to bird watch where there isn't a public footpath? If it, um, can anybody answer that for me? I, I think Mr Pugh wants to come in on a point there. Yeah. I think it might be helpful just to talk a bit about the uses of the site uh, in relation to assets of community value. And there are various uses identified I think the strongest use identified is that as a non-commercial airfield. Uh, and I think in the course of uh, the, uh, the, the submissions, the various you know, um, later submissions, the nature of the use of the site has become a lot clearer to officers. Um, on first sight, this is an airfield, and you think, well, how can that be a, an asset of community value? But uh, there is a club, there is teaching, and um, there is, I think, a strong analogy with... Uh, I think fairly uncontroversial uses, such as a golf club, for instance. Uh, there's a, a community element, there is community flyers. Um, in relation to that, the second question after identifying qualifying uses is, um, does it serve a local community? Now, in you, you need to think about, well, does it, and if so, what is the community? And I think as a committee, you need to say what you regard as the local community. Now, this doesn't mean the people who live in the village or the next village necessarily it's going to depend on the nature of the asset under consideration. For instance, I mean, a village shop, you would probably look to village, the village and uh, maybe outlying buildings. Uh, for something that's uh, a more 
widely used asset, then the appropriate community might be a larger community. It could be um, people living uh, around Dunmo. It could be people living in Uttlesford. It could be people living in Uttlesford and Braintree. I think you need to keep in mind the um, description local. And uh, if you get to say, well, it's an asset for Essex or the southeast of England, then you begin to lose that local element. But I think it would be open to you on the basis of the evidence submitted to find, firstly, that the um, airfield use is a use of community value and that it serves a local community, um, which could be Uttlesford and Braintree districts. Regarding the other uses, I think that's much more difficult. Uh, You can't, for instance, list a field because people stand on a path on the edge and look at birds or look at the view. Um, and uh, I see nothing that would justify you in listing the agricultural land. To list the agricultural land, you would need to be satisfied that there is a physical and functional relationship um, with the uh, community use. And whilst it's contiguous to the um, airfield use, there isn't a functional relationship. Um, And uh, in in terms of listing because people watch birds over it, people actually need to use the agricultural land for that purpose rather than viewing it uh, from the side. Um, the other thing you need to bear in mind is uh, whether uses are, as the legislation unhelpfully describes, ancillary. Yes. And, uh, you know, the approach taken um, is, is, is not getting tied up in technical property definitions of what's ancillary, but to look at whether the uses there are principal uses in their own right. And, you know, you can kind of ask, well, would they go ahead if... Um, other uses were other principal uses weren't there. I mean, for instance, you know, are they dependent on some other use in some way? I mean, you wouldn't go and. I mean, I'd suggest that watching the aeroplanes, for instance, is ancillary because it depends on the airfield operating. Yes. Um, I mean, as as an officer, I'm doubtful about the uses identified as qualifying apart from the airfield use, which, as I say, I think is analogous to a golf club or a, a football club or some sort of leisure recreation type uh, community use. Does, does that help? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Because that was that was one of my concerns. And my um, sorry to keep asking. And my third question is, uh, if I may, Mr. Pugh, um, can you could you give me a little explanation of who has which authority has the more weight? So if we said yes and Braintree say no, or we said no and Braintree said yes, how does that actually work out? Does does that make any difference at all? What happens? Well, we would list what we list and Braintree would list what they list. It's uh, it's, it's basically fudged in the legislation. The legislation, there's a little uh, sentence tucked in there which says that uh, where two or more authorities are concerned, they should do their best to cooperate. Okay, thank you. I think that's all, Councillor Day. Thank you. I may may be allowed to come in if I think of anything else. Derek. Thank you, Chair. Yeah, I, I had the same question as Prina regarding uh, who has uh, uh, the most clout. But I think you said last at the last meeting that uh, the item, we are having this meeting prior to uh, Braintree District Council officers, and they will take uh, cognizance of, of, of our decision in their deliberations. Is that correct? So that, that's quite right. 
Okay, thank you. The other one was was usage again. Um, and I understand that the airfield has a huge uh, club following in terms of people that uh, have aircraft there, either wholly or in, in uh, partnership with other people. So I can understand the benefit to them and their, their particular families. It is the usage by people in the locality that I'm not sure of. Do we have any information on how much the clubhouse is used by others? other than the aviation um, fraternity? Well, the clubhouse is already listed, so that's not really um, the, the, the thing. Uh, Council Meritwood helpfully circulated some information from a survey of club members indicating uh, where they live. And, I mean, they live um, all over the place, but there's, there's quite a lot of people um, in Uxford and, uh, and, and Braintree. Council Meritwood indicates. So we can only, under this application... Um, consider then the asset of community value that would uh, benefit or benefit the local community from the use of the airfield. Is that not right? No, no, that's not quite right. What you need to do is you need to first of all say, well, is there a, a use that's potentially a community use? Is it, you know, recreation, leisure, or something that benefit that's capable of benefiting a local community? And then you need to ask, well. Does it benefit a local community? And you need to be clear what that local community is. The fact that it's used by other people doesn't matter. Right. Okay. I did read yours, your submission, Councillor Merrifield, so yeah, I'm, I'm aware of your um, uh, application. Um, the other thing I, t- I, w- I just wanted to come back on the um, airfield itself, because if the uh, parking apron um, for the aircraft is not included in this submission. It's a bit like having a railway without a station. Doesn't quite work for me. Um, the the aviation side of this application has to be dealt with as a whole, not individual little bits. You can't have an airstrip without aircraft. Um, being held somewhere so that passengers can get on, get off, um, or even pilots. So it, it just doesn't make sense that that area is not included in this submission, I'm afraid. And I don't know whether we can handle that by um, suggesting that it is included or, you know, the, the uh, any approval or disapproval is subject to that part of the airfield being included. I don't know if we can handle that. Council Merrifield. I mean, I'm not because I haven't looked at the the last the the original or previous application, but it was um, the building, the clubhouse, the car park, and all other surrounding buildings. And I don't know how far that map, the 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 red line went round. And I'm not sure has that been looked at from the previous. The, the, the 2018 application, Joanna's probably got, yeah. It's the, same, it's the same map that was submitted in 2017. No, 18. The 18 oh. application. That's oh, the, the, the 18 so the eight, application, the 18 application uh, wouldn't include that area because it was, it's just the clubhouse and the, the immediate area around. It did go quite, I, 
sorry, I do seem to remember. I'm, I don't want to argue, so because I haven't looked at it, but it did it did go quite a, an area around about it because it was all ancillary buildings and area. So I, I I I can't remember. So it's you know it's two years ago. So I just wondered if that was looked at because it might it might be in there. That's all I was just wondering. You know. Anyway, that was all I was asking. Councillor Evans. Sorry, just had a bit of difficulty unmuting unmute, myself. Um, the um, the parking apron, as uh, Councillor um, helpfully uh, explains uh, it to be, actually lies entirely within Braintree District's area. Uh, so that apron itself um, is not capable of registration as um, an ACV within Uttlesford. Uh, and so perhaps that might partially deal with um, the difficulty which um, uh, which um, uh, fate, which 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 arises uh, today um, but you'll perhaps recall in my represent in our representations I suggested that it wasn't clear as to whether or not uh, a nomination has actually formally been made to Braintree yes there is indeed a duty to cooperate as between Atlasford and Braintree but on this occasion unlike in the past a nomination appears not to have been made formally to Braintree. Uh, and so I'm not sure that actually Braintree District Council is in a position to consider a nomination as such as it currently stands. Now, if it were the case that you were satisfied that the criteria, the statutory criteria had been met, I would invite you to accept the nomination so far as it relates to land in Uttlesford excluding, uh, as suggested by uh, Officer Pugh, the triangular area of agricultural land lying to the north of the um, taxiway and runway, excluding that, but leaving over and leaving open the parking apron, which does not fall within Uttlesford, and leaving it open to a separate and further nomination to be made to Braintree District Council in relation to that parking apron, that application could, if you approve this nomination today, that nomination of the parking apron would stand by itself, but would be uh, able to stand on the shoulders, if I can put it that way, uh, of hopefully a successful acceptance of this particular nomination. I hope that that uh, might be a helpful uh, suggestion which um, might meet favour with uh, Officer Pugh and his recommendation to you. Thank you. Mr Pugh, would you like to come in on that? Well, I think that might be an explanation. I, I don't know the background of quite what Braintree's got and what it's considering. Um, and it may be that uh, uh, the, the boundary seems a reasonable explanation for what's before you. Um, I mean, I think you've got, if, if it's outside uh, the district, then I think you should consider what's before you and make a decision on, on that and uh, Braintree can sort out the other part. Uh, um, of course, Stebbing can nominate to Braintree because it's, it, it's an adjoining parish council. Um, so um, I sort of suggest you consider what's before you. Um, just uh, one thing I, I didn't say earlier is that there is a further stage to your deliberations if you conclude that there is a qualifying community use and that it uh, benefits uh, an actual local community. You then, there is a third step, which is you need to consider whether it's realistic to think that there can continue to be a non-ancillary use uh, 
of the uh, building or other land, uh, whether or not in the same way um, that will further the social well-being or social interests of the local community. So, I mean, for example, if um, there was already a planning approval to build houses on the site and the developer was ready to roll, you might conclude that despite there being a, a current use, uh, it's unrealistic to think that it could continue. Um, of course, that isn't the position in relation to this site. Uh, it uh, was identified in the Uttersford, Anvil, Uttersford Local Plan, but of course that has been withdrawn. And uh, so um, I, I, there, there's not, I'd suggest, enough in the planning status to say, well, it's unrealistic uh, that the use can continue. Uh, it's, as far as we know, a, a solvent. Uh, it, it's, there's nothing to suggest that it's, it's going out of business tomorrow. Uh, there's some suggestion that if uh, the airfield was in trouble in some way that uh, club members and others might rally around and, uh, and, and look to ensure that it continued. Thank you. Ms. Ms. Hill, would you like to come in with that um, comment just for the uh, benefit of the audio um, and for the minutes? Um, I've just confirmed, just taking a look at the 2018 nomination, and it didn't include the triangular parcel of land. So it was the area around the clubhouse with some of the parking in the ancillary buildings, but it didn't include the parking area. Thank you. I'd I'd just like to come in with a comment and perhaps Mr Pugh can uh, help on this, but I'd refer everybody to page 35 of the bundle of the papers... And, and that refers to the hearing held by Braintree District Council, and that you'll note that they considered the airfield to be the primary, and I emphasise that, the primary use of the land, and that the cafe bar, Millie's Bar, uh, was actually ancillary. Um, yet we approved the uh, cafe and the bar uh, for uh, an asset of community value, but... Uh, from what I've heard today and from reading the papers, I, I just feel that the two go together. You can't have an airfield without a control tower and um, a pilot's briefing room um, and the facilities uh, that need to go with that. Uh, and equally, um, I, I have difficulty to understanding that a cafe bar... Um, can be an asset uh, when you've got uh, an airfield sitting at the side that isn't. Um, mm. I hope that makes makes sense, Mr. Pew. If you can pull that apart. So, sorry, I think there's two points there. Firstly, it's a mistake to character, you know, to look for a primary use, and and that's become clear in cases that have gone through the first tier tribunal. Um, what you you know, there's not. What necessarily one primary use? What you need to do is to look for a principal use. Uh, the cafe bar is already listed, and I think the basis for that was that it um, the the members were satisfied that it had a kind of independent use. There was, I, I mean, I remember this one, and there was evidence that uh, there were, you know, locals would go in for a drink. There were, I don't know, quiz nights and social social events that were not dependent on the airfield being there, that it had, uh, in some sense, its own separate existence. So that that's the background to that. But that's already listed as an asset of community value. 
Thank you for that. Any other questions? Councillor Lees. Sorry, my, my um, pressing button isn't working. Uh, I don't really have a question. Um, my point is, I have to confess, I am unsure about adding private agricultural land to this as an asset of community. That's where I'm standing. Everything else I'm happy with. I take in Miss Hill's point from earlier about that. I understand that people don't want to resubmit. I'm also, am I correct in my understanding, Mr Pugh, that we can um, put that in as, a, as an aside, that we, that we do not want to put the private agricultural land in, in but everything else is fine? Yeah, I think it's not an aside, it's a decision. Yes, sorry. Decide what you're going to do. Um, Thank you. So that, that's my point, and then I'm happy to everybody else to continue. Thank you. Derek, anything further? Uh, only in that, well, I think said earlier, um, you know, if we can exclude that area of uh, agricultural land, and I'd be happy if we can make a recommendation to Uttlesford that they consider the parking apron as part of this, um, rather than going back to a full uh, additional nomination. I think you meant Braintree, didn't you, not Uttersford? I did mean Braintree, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we go from here, Mr Pugh? Um, OK, well, if I take Councillor Lees as proposing um, the course of action she just described, and, and I sum it up, would that be helpful? Yes, I think so. Well, I think, firstly, Councillor Lees is proposing that um, we exclude from registration as an asset of community value the agricultural land because there is uh, no evidence before you that the agricultural land uh, serves a, um, a community purpose. Uh, secondly, that you are satisfied that the airfield use is... Uh, sorry, I'm at the wrong end of the report and uh, I, I need to find the words. Just bear with me a second. Uh, that, the, that the airfield use amounts to an actual current use of the land uh, that's not an ancillary use and that it furthers the social well-being or social interests of the local community. In deciding that uh, you take account or at least base your decision that it's uh, an asset of community value on the, the private club use and the educational, the training of, of, of people to use it, purposes so um and uh that you regard the local community as well it's up to you to decide i suggested it might be residents of uttlesford and braintree um that's for you to determine not me however um and that you are satisfied that it is realistic that there can continue to be um non-ancillary use of the land uh uh for community purposes going forward based on the um interest of the club membership, the club structure, and statements made in representations that uh, if the airfield couldn't continue in current form, then um, people would uh, do their best to fund an alternative. Does that uh, make sense? I mean, on, on the excluded land, I think uh, 
Uh, if it's not been nominated, it would have to be nominated, but Braintree would have to sort that out. Okay. Does, does that basically sum up uh, what you're thinking, um, Council Lewis? Yeah. So, do we take that as a proposal, Mr Pugh? Oh, hold on. Derek, you'd like to come in? So, you're telling me that you, we cannot uh, go back to Braintree and ask that they look at the parking apron as a separate issue? Or are you well, saying we can? Well, you can, you can go back to Braintree, but, but if the land hasn't been nominated, then Braintree might suggest a nomination, but it couldn't list the land without the land being nominated. So, do we need a, uh, a seconder for Councillor Lee's, uh, Mr. Pugh? Yes, that's fine. I think Councillor okay. I'm happy uh, with that uh, suggestion. So, um, I think we have a new unanimous uh, decision here, Mr. Pugh. Okay, that's that's fine. Um, can I just pick up on the other grounds for, for listing um, and whether you wish to consider those in a way um, it, it's, on the one hand, it will be listed. On the other hand, uh, if uh, the listing decision is challenged, then um, it would only be challenged on the one use. I mean, my, I've said my own views. I'm sceptical about the other uses identified, um, which, uh, it, it, you know, the airfield use is a primary use. Uh, I personally don't consider the other uses to be uh, primary use is the one that possibly might be as used for recreation walking on the path. But if that's the use, it's used that only relates to the path. Can Phil uh, remind us what the, uh, what the other causes are? Sorry, I'm just looking at the report. I don't know if Joanna has this to hand. So the other uses were cycling and walking, and there was cycling, walking, and then the bird watching. So I mean, they, they don't sound to me like they're principal uses of the land nominated. Well, I, I would suggest that the recreational um, um, in this particular case, but. Uh, um, I stand to be corrected. I didn't. I didn't catch that, uh, Chair. Could you repeat that? I said I. Th I think the recreational, um, sporting aspect of this is the strength of the evidence in this particular case, and that the other two there is not a great deal uh, of evidence um, to support those uh, two aspects. But as I say, I stand to be corrected. So, uh, so sorry, um, Ms Hill would like to come in. And just a, a point about the wider park, the parking area. And when we were discussing the the nomination with Braintree, it, it was slightly complicated in the fact that we'd listed the clubhouse and cafe, but we hadn't listed the airfield, and this has sort of presented a bit of a problem. But I wonder if par the parish council, we should 
communicate with the parish council to request whether they wish to withdraw the nomination, include that, rather than, and then we can have the whole site, and it's very clear, rather than just having part of the site, which doesn't include the whole length of the runway, or the parking area. But that's great sailing, um, Parish Council, is it? We're not talking about uh, an Uttlesford uh, Parish Council here. It's outside the boundary of uh, Stebbing, isn't it? I, I think, think you, you can nominate uh, in an adjoining parish. That, that You can do that. How do others feel about that? Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I certainly am nervous about not having the whole whole site nominated, I must admit. Yeah, I, I, I do tend to agree that uh, it, it's all or nothing in some ways. I mean, the application is a nomination for Andrews Airfield, including the runway, um, as... Councillor Egg said that, um, you know, from his experience, an airfield is a lot of things um, and it seems absolutely daft, really, not to uh, have a certain part of it uh, included, which is a... And it is an important part of it uh, where the aircraft are, are parked because, again, without aircraft, you haven't got an airfield. So um, I don't know where we go with that one, uh, Mr Pugh. Well, I think the uh, answer in a way is that the legislation doesn't deal with these situations and uh, the um, relationship between Uttlesford and Braintree is, as I say, very vague in the legislation. It's some sort of obligation to cooperate. I think I would um, urge towards saying determine what's before you. If you're satisfied that that land is used for a, um, a community purpose, then you should list that land, even if there are bits left out. Uh, I don't think the legislation provides for a kind of a conditional um, listing. Um, you need to be satisfied. You know, the, the, the tests are pretty precise, and it's the land in Uttlesford. Is it used for that purpose, and is it realistic that, that it could continue? I mean, possibly splitting a bit, bit of the, you know, a bit of land being split off might mean that it's not realistic for it to continue. I mean, for instance, if the, another part of the site in Braintree had been built on, then you might say, well, it can't be an airport in the future, an airfield in the future. Um, but, I mean, my inclination would be to list what you've got before you if you think that it meets the tests. And taking the emphasis that uh, Councillor uh, Evans wrote uh, in his written uh, submission or the joint uh, submission with Councillor Merrifield, common sense seems to uh, flow through um, that submission and uh, I, I would think that we apply common sense here um, and, and therefore um, we, we carry it. Would you support that, Mr Peter? I think that's, uh, that, that's my reading of, of what your intention is uh, and uh, I think that's probably a preferable approach to... Uh, deferring until Braintree has an application for the other part of the site, which they may or may not list. I mean, it, it gets a bit kind of iterative and complicated. And I think that the way the legislation is, is set out, you know, you just need to apply the tests to the, to the land in Uttlesford and then list if you're satisfied that the tests are met. Thank you for that. Derek? Yeah, 
I don't know if anybody has the answer to this one, but does anybody know if that parking apron parcel of land is owned by the same landowner as the rest of the airfield, or is it a separate landowner? Uh, yes, I think if one, the only evidence we have um, is really in the uh, Braintree, um, uh, is the consideration which came before Braintree, where there are references uh, to the land being owned um, by one by one set of family interests, uh, the Bucknell family. So I think the answer is one 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 interest. Yes. Um, if I may refer you to page thirty-one of your agenda papers, uh, Chairman, uh, where Braintree describe uh, the owner. Part of the site is owned by Eric William Bucknell, part of the site is owned by Robert William Bucknell and John Richard Bucknell, and part of the site is owned by the estate of John Allen Harvey. So, sorry, I'm, 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 I should correct that. It's Bucknell and Harvey interests, but I don't, we don't know um, exactly where uh, those, those interests uh, lie, but those, those are the interests described on page 31. The ownership interests. Thank you for that. Phil? Phil, would you like to come in? I can um, um, confirm that the parking area is under a different title deed and also the end of the runway is also looks like it's a different title deed. I can share the screen if you if you like showing the title deeds. That would, that would be helpful, I think. So, so this area here is the parking area, which is a different title deed. And then this, these seem to be separate t title deeds as well. I think you don't need to concern yourself with ownership in terms of the listing. Uh, there is an obligation on UDC to notify owners when a nomination is made. And uh, Joanna, I'm assuming we've done that. Yes, the, the, the Bucknell and Harvey owners have been informed. Actually, it's, the number is the same here. So the parking area is owned... It's part of the same deed as the actual runway. I mean, I mean, Mr. Pugh, if 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 the owners are such to appeal against, um, I mean, I I would have thought that 
you know, again, it could be argued the common sense approach to this. I, I just believe that it's either all or nothing. Um, can't sit airfield up. Um, the parking area is an integral, in my limited knowledge, um, part of light aircraft um, airfield. It, you know, it's born right out of the Second World War and uh, most of it stays exactly as it was in the Second World War and, you know, those parking areas would have been um, close to where the hangars for maintenance and everything else, you know, from the flying fortresses that went out there. So um, I know it forms in a, in a, you know, in a different district and uh, you know, it is an equal part in, in my view. Um, and that would be, I hope, that we could argue uh, from a position of uh, an appeal against this decision was made. Right. Well, I'm, if I've understood you correctly, and I'm not absolutely sure that, that I have, then, I mean, one thing you could do um, would be to defer consideration of the application uh, pending a clarification about the scope of um, land nominated to Braintree and uh, to... Um, an application being made to Braintree. I mean, that does take you beyond the statutory time limits because you've got eight weeks to, to, to make a determination. Um, but, I mean, you you could do that. Uh, I think the best is to decide what you've got in front of you, but uh, you could defer um, at risk of some sort of challenge for non-determination. But... Well, what I'm thinking about, basically, is... I may say... And that's where I'm coming from, rather than it, you know, going to an appeal or, you know, get it right in the first place. I, I, if I may say, Mr Chairman, I'm not a big fan of deferment again. I think I, I, I've proposed, I think we've done a proposal. I feel the officers have made it clear about the land is not owned by us. We, um, The land is not in our parcel to gift. Um, I'm pretty sure that it would be much better to make a decision today, but that's my own view. I mean, I mean, if it helps, it might be worth bearing in mind the protection which listing affords, which is that it doesn't mean that uh, the airfield stays as an airfield at all. What it does is to provide a trigger so that if the owners want to dispose of the airfield, they need to um, give notice. There's an initial six-week moratorium on sale, which gives uh, community groups an opportunity to uh, work out whether they wish to um, try to buy the land uh, if they you know, if, if a qualifying body uh, gives notice that's what they want to do, then there's a six-month moratorium altogether. And, uh, of course, if one's negotiating to buy the listed land, one might also wish to negotiate to buy the unlisted land. I mean, it, it's a listing's material consideration for planning purposes, or it can be, um, but uh, the uh, listing... Uh, you, you don't necessarily have to list... The whole of the site, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Councillor Merrifield. Um, just a point that when the application for the clubhouse, Millie Bar, and all the surrounding bits was made, it was only ever made to Uttlesford, and it was a it was a shared it was shared with Braintree, 
and part of the Millibar and the clubhouse and everything is in Braintree District. Um, so it was shared. It was never a separate application. It was never, ever a separate application. It was done as a cooperation thing. So, yeah. So, Councillor Lees, are you going to make a proposal? Are you staying as, uh, as you are, your original proposal, or are you making an amendation for that? Um, I, I do believe that if a proposal is on the table, that has to be addressed and voted on. And then if you, somebody else wants to make a second proposal, but well, I'll just check that with um, Mr Gibson. Is that right? That's right. You've made your proposal and it was seconded by Councillor Eek. So, so that should be taken is my understanding. Yeah, so we have to vote on that. And then if it, if we disagree with that or, or um, you want to disagree because you want to put... Um, can I just check, Mr Gibson? Can you put your counter-proposal in or do you have to vote on the original proposal? My understanding would that you take the one that's on the table. Thank you. Derek, you're seconding that. Yes, happy to second that. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm happy to run uh, with that, so I support that. So I, I, I think we've uh, we've come to a conclusion in a roundabout way. I, th I think you have, but can I just uh, say two things? One is that it probably makes sense for officers to draw up um, effectively a decision letter and to circulate that to the three committee members to make sure that officers have understood correctly. I mean, I think we, we have. And secondly, we could include in a decision letter a kind of a, if you like, in plain terms, an informative about the, uh, the, the aircraft parking area and about how um, it makes sense for that to be treated in a similar way as an asset of community value. Well, thank you, everybody, for your input. Um, it's not a straightforward case by any means. Um, so I'm grateful for everybody for um, their input. Thank you. Enjoy the, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for giving us the chance to make representations, um, members of the committee. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Chris. Please hold, your meeting has been temporary.